Hello. Hey. Welcome to Park View. All right, Brian. Uh, join the Valiant tonight as How's always. Going? How are you? Good. I'm good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. It's been quite a good week for the sports world. Spring training started. Um, the NBA has the All-Star game this weekend. So yep. we're, um, we'll go over some midseason stuff. And guess what we're about under a month away from, my friend? The NFL draft. Our favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Outside of soccer. But it's got to be a close second. For me, I mean, there's in, in American sports, I like the NFL draft more than I love the NFL, NBA, all of that. That singular event to me is I wouldn't say I love it as much as I love our football, but it's pretty darn close. I, I'm a big fan of college football, obviously, and I like I like having some intel on the NFL draft and some of the players that are going on and the trades that are making, and I just think it's it's more fun this season. After the draft is over, I'm excited for the next one. Yes, but we do got to talk about some basketball first. That's um, one of our other loves. Um, I just want to start. Celtics have been very mediocre at Bain average this year. Yeah. Um, I know this was probably disappointing and a shock for a lot of fans, NBA fans. What What is not going right? I don't know. It's 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 hard to say really what what because they have. I wouldn't they, I wouldn't say they have all the pieces, but you know they, they should be doing a lot better, especially with you know guys like Jason Tatum and. Um, Jalen Brown and a, a good coach like Brad Stevens and some of the pieces that we brought, we brought in Tristan Thompson, Marcus Smart. I mean, um, our situation hasn't really worked out the way we thought, but I mean, we're sitting in the fourth seed with an 18 and 17 record um, winning the last three, but not certainly not very good. Only one uh, spot above the Knicks, which makes the Celtics look really bad in this situation. I don't expect uh, that it's going to change at all this season. I I assume that the Celtics would win a playoff series, um, but after that, I think it's it's like a you know exit immediately afterwards. It just hasn't gone gone, gone well enough, um, and there's really not much to say about that other than the fact that it's just been completely underwhelming. Yeah, well, it's funny because East is so wide open; you can get hot let's say a couple games, because you're only five and a half out from the top spot. You can get hot for two weeks and you'd be right back in the thick of things. Could you yeah. see any way that happening? Like for say, like where they could get hot and maybe advance a couple rounds in the playoffs. Yeah. You never know because the Celtics, as we've talked about a lot of times has, you know, a, a great history and uh, it's, it's Brad Stevens hasn't made the finals yet, but his teams in the playoffs do thrive. I think he's been to the Eastern conference finals a handful of times. So you never know, um, but I, I don't see a situation where they could get to the finals. Um, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one team out of the East that can make the finals, and that's the Philadelphia 76ers. Outside of them, I mean, it's just the rest of the conference is who's going to lose to them in the, in the um, conference finals. But obviously making the conference finals is better than getting bounced and stick around. But again, you know, it's it's I'm not expecting, you know, my expectations last year were – more much higher than they, they have been um, this year. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's right place, right time with, with how everything went last year. We made the conference finals. Um, I, I mean, they could have probably made the finals, but they would have lost to LeBron and AD. But, um, yeah, I think if they get hot, they get number two seed. Maybe, maybe not number two seed. Maybe a number three seed and uh, just try to go from there and try to, you know, go as deep as possible. But I think there's only one team out of this conference that's, that legitimately can, can make the finals. All right, so from a disappointing story to probably my favorite story of the year, the Suns have so far at least proven that the bubble is not a fluke. Second in the West, 23-11. Um, obviously, they won't make the finals because I don't. I think there are three teams that are better than them, Jazz, uh, Lakers, and Clippers. But um, what do you think? What do you make of this story? Because they've kind of shown it wasn't a fluke, and so far they've been pantsing a lot of people. Yeah, no, they're a good team. They, I mean, like you said, 23-11. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. Um, pretty similar record of home and away, um, which is good. Um, I know they, with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, obviously, you just put Chris Paul anywhere. He makes that team, takes that team to the playoffs. 
Um, I don't think seeding matters uh, when it when it really comes down to playoff time, but um, I think that the Suns really have something special there. And in the next couple of years, maybe they could build into something more than what they have right now. Um, as far as like the rest of it, I, I don't see them making the, the conference finals even. I think it's either Jazz, Clippers, or Lakers. Um, and I think all those three teams are still in it. Um, they obviously, you know, have been a really incredible story, and I think they'll win a playoff series. Um, but it's hard to say what will happen going forward. But they, they certainly have the the right start because Devin Booker just said a couple of years ago, came out and said he just he's tired of losing. He's in a winning team now, and now it's just about building on that. For sure. Um, how I, I got to ask, and because don't be wrong, I love LeBron, but it, what, how nice would it be to see the Jazz make the finals? And is it a um, it'd be, yeah, it'd be great. I, I don't think it's possible. Um, I disagree with Shaq in the sense that I think Donald Mitchell does have the stuff to win a team to take a team to the championship. Um, I mean, there's still some question marks there, but I, I really do believe that they have something extraordinarily special going on there. And just to continue to, to take that forward, um, I still don't see it them getting past uh, LeBron, though, um, as any of these teams really. Um, I would even say, I don't know, the Clippers probably even have a better chance, um, but maybe not. I don't know. It's, it's kind of close between those two, but. Um, it would be nice to see them, um, um, you know, go, you know, into the finals and um, and trying to test whoever whoever comes out east. Um, despite uh, me, um, to a certain extent, um, siding with Lawton in that uh, story that broke a couple weeks ago or last week, I still love LeBron James and I want him to make the finals. To certain, not the Lakers, but I I love LeBron James. He's my goat. As I have previously stated um and I, I would love to see him add another ring as well just because the, the conversations between mj and, and lebron will the the mj argument would would lose some some significant uh water um in sort of breaking that whole thing down but again the jazz i don't really care i mean the jazz i want the jazz i think the jazz would be awesome in the finals but again i would not mind lebron um you know adding another ring and as we've discussed before um, I don't really count the, the championships in, in Minneapolis as part of LA, LA's uh, franchise. Sure. So because of that, I, you know, you could say I'm bitter. Maybe I'm just this Celtics fan saying that. But again, if Seattle, if you're not going to give the Thunder their championship they want in Seattle, then like if the Lakers change their name to anything else, they, it wouldn't be counted the same. So I don't actually mind. Well, I mind the Lakers winning, but I don't. It, it doesn't like affect sort of you know, the mentality of, of me being a Celtics fan. I, I'm not bothered by that because it's the, according to like LA championships versus Boston, Boston still has a, a couple, you know, I think three or four championship lead on them. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be offended or upset if the Lakers went and won a championship and LeBron added a, a what would it be? Fifth, fifth ring. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm I'm fine with whatever happens. Um, I'm I'd be it'd be awesome if the Jazz make it, but I I love LeBron, so I hope he gets one too. <laughs> so it, it is. We'll find out though. And I kind of I I actually disagree with Slatan, but that's not the point. no. I I I disagree with his state. I don't want to do this too much, but I just want to. The reason I sided I, I only sided to a certain extent. I, I think. And let's just only spend a few minutes on this, but since you and I haven't talked about this, I'm just going to reaffirm my position. I think Zlatan's wrong in the fact that politics, um, you know, he shouldn't talk about politics. I think LeBron has, has proven that he is, he's, it's in his, in his right to do that. And, but again, I think people took what he said and tried to attach the racism and the police brutality um, fight and politics he was he i think he was kind of just talking about the one thing and the media took it as two things and they kind of spun what he said and that's why i really i was irritated with the whole the how espn and everyone handled it and the way the way even the question was was posed to lebron james i love them both I, and again with this whole thing i don't blame lebron james because it was the media that kind of spun it a little bit um but with with the Zlatan thing, I think to a certain extent it wasn't it was taken out of context in what he was actually trying to say. And um, again, if 
and my another my other thing is look you can agree with LeBron James um, or disagree with LeBron James uh, over Zlatan. That's fine. It's, it's everyone has their opinion on this. I, I think Zlatan was just, just uh, you know, putting his opinion on, on the money or, you know, talking about what he feels. That doesn't mean, you know, he should be castized for, for doing it. And I don't think he should be boxed in with the first from box. Um, and again, my, th- that was my issue. Just the way uh, they kind of took out of context what he said and the fact that, uh, disagree or agree, whatever. If you don't know Zlatan and his background, and his career, you can say, okay, Zlatan, I disagree. I'm going to side with LeBron. But I don't think people should, should people who don't know him should start um, should have the platform to just unleash on someone they have known nothing about. But again, it is what it is. Uh, that's just the way I see it. But I just wanted to kind of put that out there. Yeah. Since we're talking about, I disagree with Zlatan because it was Zlatan. It was just first of all, who cares? He should let LeBron speak his mind. So it was just, what did you agree? It was like one of the strangest things. Like it almost came out of nowhere. I, I kind of feel, so I have, I have a theory on this. So he, I don't know if they were going to ask him that question. Maybe Zlatan uh, behind screen asked him to ask him that question. So he'd get a response. Maybe he just wants attention, whatever. That's, that's fine. Secondly, you know how LeBron mentioned that Zlatan had had dealt with racism stuff in Sweden because of his last name and because he doesn't look like a Swedish guy, which is true. Yes, but it also highlights the fact that he fought for his 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 people. So maybe in a strange way, he did this so so that um, there will be some attention from people who don't know about his background and what he has done to point to shine light on on things he has fought for to basically to give him some credit for th- the things he has done because p- people don't know this LeBron and Zlatan are very similar in a lot of ways, including that aspect because Zlatan has done so many things for his, his community and, and his people. Um, not to the extent of LeBron James, but not by, you know, but Zlatan has done a lot of things for, for people. He had, he gets temporary tattoos of starving children. He is, he, he is an arrogant. He does talk. He pounds his chest and he he's a little bit of an asshole, but he also does amazing things in his community. So maybe my theory is maybe just maybe he did this to to give his uh, some of the stuff he has done attention while kind of using LeBron's, uh, you know, stature to to platform that. But again, again, I, I still think what he said was kind of taken out of context. Um, but again. Yeah, that's all I'll say about that. But you get what I'm saying. So before we end this, I just want to say LeBron and Slayton, you're both heroes for fighting for racial yes, um, thank you. racial equality. So thank you both very much. And it's just a shame that this had to happen because I love both men. And it's kind of hard to see two of my favorites beef. It, yeah, it's, it's also – and I'm, this is the last thing I'll say about this just because I want to bring this to attention – it's also the way it was it was looked at in the media. I, I think they did this wrong. I think they could have went about this uh, conversation in a much less aggressive way. Um, and again, Stephen A. for basically implying that Zlatan was saying this to attack, uh, you know, black athletes who you, who use their platform activism when he knows nothing about Zlatan. And then Kendrick Perkins, which which is almost as disrespectful, saying um, what's his name wouldn't even say his name. Um, and I think. Uh, just just the way it handled, undisputed, handled it great. They disagreed, but were they respectful towards him? And I think some of the stuff, the platforms out there uh, were hugely disrespectful to someone they know nothing about again. So um, both are heroes. Both are amazing. Put me in an awkward position because I was, I love Zlatan and I love LeBron. It was just, it was an awkward situation for everyone who, who loved those two guys. And I think the majority of, of American uh, soccer fans love both of them. So it was just a weird situation, but um, yeah. So I, I just think it was just kind of blown up a little just based on what, you know, how, how it was sort of taken out of context and some of the things that people had said um, without knowing the severity of the situation. But again, it could be Zlatan just highlighting um, some of the things that he has done and LeBron uh, didn't uh, go at him. They just, he re- responded respectfully and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, and I think it should just be dropped. Exactly. Point, there's like nothing really to talk about. It's just, but yeah. No, it's a dead story now. Yep. And by the way, before we end, anybody that says shut up and dribble to anybody, you're an asshole. Yeah, and by the way, that's not what Slotson was saying. Yeah. He was just talking about the politics part. And that's what irritated me the most is the fact that they took that and they, 
they tried to attach that stuff to the activism as one thing when he was ta- he was only talking about politics and what he was only talking about the stuff where he talks about the president talks about the election things like that he doesn't have an issue with the rest of it and if you know anything about Zlatan, you know that he doesn't have an issue with the rest of it but anyway no because it was just it was it was it was thrown in so many different directions it was totally kind of blown up and i'm not saying Zlatan's right but it's just the way it was kind of, the story was spun around a million times and it was it was being concocted as something it wasn't which is which is really the core of what upset me about it. It wasn't the fact that well, that's he just said the what core he said. Of American media, though. Yeah, exactly. That's the American media for you. And again, I didn't get really upset until Stephen A. Smith's, um, you know, response to it, basically implying that he was targeting black athletes, basically, and and somewhat kind of t- attacking his personality when. You know, Stephen A. If Stephen A. Smith can name all the clubs he played for and all his awards and the 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 ten greatest Zlatan goals, then he then he has the right to talk about his personality. But I don't know. That just really bothered me. But again, I love both these guys. These both guys are heroes, and I I just hate the way they kind of put them against each other. Yeah. Well, that's a good conversation to have because it's hard. Because you know, me and you always talk about on our show how we support the Black Lives Matter movement, and we think it's phenomenal. And it's just it's awkward. It's just that it was just a bad situation. Yeah, and I, you know this, I, I hate politics. I know they're important. I pay enough attention to figure out what, what, what needs to change, what not needs to change. When, when there's bad things happens, I speak out occasionally. Um, I, uh, but I, I hate politics, but I felt because of, our platform may not be massive, but me in terms of the writing stuff too, I thought it was important that I, I talked about, you know, this Lothan stuff and what, what's not being said. Um, and then I, ta- I also talked about this on the Apex. Um, again, I'm not someone who's going to come on these shows and do anti-politically political stuff very often. But I, again, I, I, the one thing that in my career that, I, that I've been bothered with the most is people just bl- blindly assuming something about me based on a statement or opinion I've, I've had. And I know Zlatan doesn't care, but it bothered me because they're basi- they basically made assumptions about certain people in this in this conversation that they have no basis on and it's just the assumptions of people that really bothers me so this is why i think also it's an important conversation just so we can clear the air for two people who knows a lot done we can we can now you know we're, we're saying we're saying now what this really was versus what it was you know made up to be yep all right well and you know what I'm glad we got that over with. That it was awful. Um, yeah, the whole thing sucks, and I do agree. LeBron responded perfectly to Zlatan. It was respectful, um, elegant. You know, it was just perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, but now let's get back to the basketball side of things. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> no need to be sorry. It's important. Lakers three and seven without AD. Um, if he's not. Ba- and we saw those, those calf injuries can be weird because KD is last year at Golden State. That was – it just went worse, worse, and worse, and worse. If he's yeah. not at a – if he's not at 100% and misses time, I don't – I can't see the Lakers winning this. He is the key. Actually, go, go he's ahead. He's the key. What do you think? Um, He can be. I actually think – if you look at, if you just look at the numbers and numbers aren't everything when LeBron and Schroeder are together, just both on the, on the floor together, they're not, the numbers are ridiculous. So as long as the core of the Lakers are together, I wouldn't worry about this. It doesn't matter what seed they are in the playoffs. They will turn it on and they will be, they will not be able to be stopped. I would even consider, and I'm not saying you do it. I, I would consider saying, Anthony Davis, look, we know your injury history in the past. Um, just take it easy for the next month and a half. And you go into the playoffs with a fresh Anthony Davis that is, had not been you know, injured. You may be playing a little bit, but I would be willing to hold off on bringing him back just because we know his history and you don't want a, something, a situation like that happening again in the playoffs. So you have to keep him in the best – um, possible shape to do that. Um, again, in the playoffs, I I would say the Sixers have a small chance to win it. But if the Lakers, if 
if the Lakers aren't able to get to the finals, and I think they will, um, I think it's it's Sixers because I don't see another team in this East or West other than the Lakers and the Sixers that can win it. Because um, if you look at uh, the Nets, again, I'm sorry, their, their their bench is the worst in the league. Their defense is the worst in the league. The three of them, the three the, the three superstars are scoring the majority of the points. Um, again, they're going to get better and try to to do something special, but. But again, I just don't think you you win with this kind of basketball. Um, secondly, uh, you know the the Jazz are a nice, are a nice story and they're doing really well. But I don't know if they could really realistically win the whole thing. And then you look at the the, the other parts of the West, maybe the Clippers. But this Paul George Kawhi thing hasn't really worked. Then you look at the East, and there there is Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and those boys. And so if the Lakers don't kind of push themselves into it, I think it's, it's, it's I think it's Sixers. But again, I still expect that the, the Lakers will uh, retain their championship. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think Lakers at four, if they make the finals, I don't think any team in the East is strong enough to win a game against the Lakers or. Um, I, I think the Sixers could get, I think if the Lakers and Sixers played, I think it'd be, I think they could push him to six. Everyone, anybody else that comes out of the East, it's a it's a five game series. Even Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, because I mean Giannis is amazing, and we recognize he's top five player in the league, but he doesn't have a, a co star um, really, and uh, he needs somebody like Bradley Beal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If he had if he had something like that, then it's a whole different conversation, and they could try to pull something off. But, but uh, I mean, I trust I trust Milwaukee a little bit more than I do the Nets, just because in the playoffs, this Brooklyn Nets team is just going to be something different. A rookie coach, Kyrie Irving, who is as a wall as anybody in in basketball. James Harden, who dribbles, dribble, 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 dribble. I mean, he just. He's not, he's, you can say he's unselfish, but he also does certain things that are, um, that, and, and again, if you look at his playoff resume, he shrinks. Katie gets you, gets you a game because he's Katie. Um, but I think pretty much the, the entire Eastern Conference, the Sixers, ha, you know, if, if the Nets ha, had uh, Doc Rivers as his coach, then it's different. But I think the Sixers are the only team that can, no one can beat them, but I think, they're they're the one team that can win more more than one game against the Lakers. All right. So who do you got in your finals matchup then? Uh, I got. Um, do you just want me to do um, finals, or do you want to be conference too? No, I just do the finals. We'll do the conference when the playoffs get closer. Uh, okay, I, I'm gonna go with uh, Lakers, Lakers, uh, Sixers, and I'm gonna say Lakers and six. All right. Very good. Now on to our favorite topic, and we've been looking forward to this, the draft. The NFL draft. Yeah, buddy. We're going to go over – well, I'm going to ask you about the top ten at least tonight. I, okay. Um, let me pull up my board here for my questions. So, obviously, we know who's going number one. There's – surely, yep. surely, my friend – Nobody. No, there's no way they don't trade. They don't pick him. Yeah, no. Uh, Urban Meyer didn't come out of retirement to, to draft anybody else. Uh, all right. Um, so what do you see uh, for this this pick? Just say, all right, who goes number one? We'll get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, um, Trevor Lawrence. Come on. I mean, he's, he's going to be unbelievably great. Even if you just saw his um, – I saw his pro day a couple weeks ago, and my God, this kid! This kid is just going to be something special. I, I don't think anybody can pass on him. The Jacksonville Jaguars need a savior, and even though I, I, I like the personality of Minshew and his porn star mustache, um, but uh, it's Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence only. I don't think they even think about anything else. The pick is basically already mailed in. He is a Jacksonville Jaguar already, even though it hasn't become official. All right. Second pick, New York Jets. This is interesting. They have a lot of options with this. They could trade it. They could select somebody. 
What what would you do if you were them? Um, it's hard. You have three options. They're 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 not they're going to go after a quarterback, obviously. Um, because I think I think their report came out that they're they're finished with Sam Darnold. Um, I don't know. I know nothing's happened yet. I have a feeling they're going to get Deshaun Watson. I just have a feeling. Um, just because I, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling. Um, so they have two options. Actually, you know, it depends on how you want to do this. I would, I would trade back just because um, they already have a, they have a bunch of picks already. They could get a lot of draft capital and they could figure something out. Um, again, the whole Sam Darnold is off, off the jets. It's come out, but I don't know how reliable that sourcing is. Wait, do you want me, should I do a, a scenario? Do you want me to take leave, keep the jets at this spot or, or do do a trade? Cause I can go either way here. Whatever. All right. Let, let's assume, let's assume that, um, I don't have a trade partner in mind. So if the jets stay here, that, then they take the best uh, available, which means, but they're not gonna. Uh, this is hard. You have two options. You can you have the offensive tackle from from Oregon, who, as we discussed, is going to be the best offensive tackle. Uh, Pinel Sewell, um, who's going to be the best um, uh, prospect at this position since uh, Joe Thomas. But I think, regardless if you're sticking with Sam or not, you go Kyle Pitts at number two. Uh, this this tight this tight end out of Florida has, has got everything. He looks like a Travis Kelsey's type. I think if they trade it, then they trade it. But if they stay here, I think that's the, the, really their only option. Just because I I, I think that you're not going to find um, a player like this at this position coming into the draft in in many 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 years. So if they stay here, you draft Kyle Pitts. Um, I would not draft Zach Wilson as number two, as people are saying. Um, but again, if, if they draft a quarterback, um, that's probably what they'll do. But I would draft the, the, the tight end out of Florida. All right. Interesting. The Miami Dolphins, man. Unreal. Um, they have the number three pick after a 10-win season. Oh boy! And now this um, shows obviously. Now just I, laugh at the Texans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so dumb. They could have had, uh, especially now with Deshaun wanting to leave, they would have the number three pick, and they could trade him for a lot less, just because you would have you have three, four quarterbacks that you can tr- take at this sp- at this position, and and so on and so forth. Um, but God, God, I mean, they really they really messed this one up. Yeah. So what do you think Miami does, my friend? Um, uh, I'm sorry, Tua. Um, I think that they will take um, Zach Wilson from um, BYU. Um, Tua's – the experiment hasn't worked out that well. He hasn't looked that great. And Zach Wilson has a high upside, um, and – you're in a you're in a division now with, you know I don't know what happens with Sean Watson if he goes to the the Jets you have the Jets you have Josh Allen you have Bill Belichick, and you just you need someone to 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 sort of fight with that and I think you have to take quarterback here if their plan is not to take a quarterback here then I would take the the receiver from uh, from um uh was from LSU oh, oh, I think from Alabama um, but. No, 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 no. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chase. Oh yeah, yeah, Chase. Um, Jamar Chase from LSU. Sorry, I was I got I got Clemson LSU mixed up. But if if you don't do that, if if you're if you're gonna, so if I would take Zach Wilson here, um, even though there's another quarterback later on my board that I like better, but Zach Wilson I think is what you need in that division. Um, but if you don't do that and you're going with Tua, then you, you draft Jamar Chase or you trade out. All right. So we got – let's see. What pick do we got next? Atlanta uh, at four. Who do you got them taking? Uh, Trey Lance. 
Uh, this is no brainer for me. Uh, Matt Ryan um, is still is still very productive at his age, but they they need something for the future. Um, I, I I think he probably sits a year. Uh, but if you like <laughs> if you like a quarterback that never loses and never turns the ball over, then Trey Lance is your guy. Uh, he hasn't lost it. I don't think he has lost one game in college, and I think he has one interception in his career. So yes, he, he plays at North Dakota State. Uh, I get that, but um, he's got he's got everything needed to to be a really really outstanding quarterback. And I would not be surprised uh, in five years from now if he's the second best um, quarterback in this draft. All right. So at number five, what are you thinking? Yeah, uh, because of the Jets taking. Um, who I have them taking? I forgot already. Uh, <laughs> I had them taking uh, – oh, Kyle Pitts, right. Um, because of them passing up and because the other ones uh, get a quarterback, Joe Burrow just got – Christmas came early for Joe Burrow. Uh, the, the Cincinnati Bengals that have all sorts of types of offensive line issues, partly why he was injured. And, again, if J- Joe Burrow doesn't get injured, him and Justin Herbert have a serious battle for rookie of the year because they were on pace for similar uh, numbers. Um so you get uh, Penel Sewell from Morgan, offensive tackle. Give give Joe some protection because you protect that that guy. He will he will do some incredible things. And again, if he's healthy, he's going to be special. Um, you know, again, everyone's in love with Justin Herbert because of what he did the thirty one touchdowns last year. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Joe Burrow at the time he was injured was on pace for twenty nine. So that's just put put it in perspective that he's. He's got he's got the special stuff, and in Cincy, you just got to protect your quarterback. So uh, they get a gift at number five, and they take the best offensive lineman in the draft. Um, yeah, what a gift! What an absolute gift! Number six, Eagles. Oh man, I don't know what I'm going to do here. So you could give Jalen Hurts some help. You could. Um, Go quarterback, but Trey Lance is gone. Zach Wilson's gone, and Trevor Lawrence is gone. So you'd have to kind of dig deep. I, I, um, that's really tough. Um, I don't love J- Jalen Hurts, but um, I don't think you can um, you can because the next uh, great quarterback on the board is um, is the one from. Um, uh, Alabama, and I don't think you can take Mac Jones this high. Um, so I think, um, oh boy, I, I don't know. Uh, this is tough. Uh, I mean, Kyle Pitts would make the most sense here. Um, but, all right, who would I take here? Um, yeah, I guess you have to take, uh, Jamar Chase. Um, I think Philadelphia uh, have to give the quarterback something, and there's not a better quarterback to take to, to draft here. So you, you get the you get the best receiver in this draft, Jamar Chase, at number six to Philadelphia. You give Jalen Hurts a chance if he if he flames out, um, you know, then you move forward next year. But you at least give him a chance with the number one receiver. All right. So number seven. <laughs> All right, the Lions. I have the Lions. Um, hold on. Sorry, my screen is, is – uh, I have the Lions taking Jalen Waddle from Alabama. Um, I, he's a little fit more physical than, than his, uh, his Heisman Trophy teammate. I think in terms of NFL uh, uh, adaptability and the skill set he has, he's just a better prospect. He did not have a better season, but he is a better prospect than that. And Matt Stafford – or not Matt Stafford, um, Jared Goff – uh, has some nice pieces there, but I think uh, getting him a receiver at number seven is, um, uh, you know, something, you know, um, that, 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 you know, obviously the Lions need. Um, my seat goes down to 16. Do you want to go all yeah. through 16? All right. Um, so I'll have, I'll have, so I have um, uh, Waddle to, to the Lions at seven. Yep. All right. All right, go ahead. So, what, what, do you, what, if any surprise for the first eight picks? Because those are usually your best players, you know. Obviously, you can get all sorts of great ones later down, um, later rounds, even like the seventh round. 
or do you think there'll be any reaches in this race? Yeah. Um, Mac Jones will be drafted in the top 12 and he shouldn't be. Um, I, I just, I just think that there are teams here, um, with quarterbacks that, um, that, uh, that are moving on and they want to draft a quarterback in the first round. And so they'll Mac Jones will be gone in the first 15 picks. He, he shouldn't be, he's a second round guy. Um, but considering everything, um, going i i think um you know so on and so forth but it, i think i think they'll reach for a quarterback um or you know mac jones will be reached um in this situation all right so who do you got going with the eighth pick mac jones alabama um i just think the carolina panthers are going to draft the quarterback um hold on let me think about this no, I'm not disagree. Give me a reason, but I, I, Teddy Bridgewater is the most disrespected player in football. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, I don't know. I think. I mean, honestly, I think that um, that Mitchell Parsons makes more sense at eight, but I just think they're going to plunge on a quarterback. Um, so it, it's just, it's just one of those things. And then obviously the, there might be some trades going on. Um, but I, I, my guess is they'll stay put and take back Jones. All right. So we're at number nine now, right? All right. The Denver Broncos. And then like a, who I just said, um, Mitchell Parsons linebacker, um, goes there, um, I think Sam Darnold may be at play with the Broncos if they don't love Drew Locke. But I think uh, Drew Locke's bad season last year was a little blown out of proportion considering a lot of the stuff that had gone on during the season. Um, so I think they, they, they give it a ride with him. Um, but I don't think they need the help on the offensive side. I think defensively they just need to, to work on um, some things. All right. Is Drew Locke the answer there, by the way? I don't think so, but I don't think they're – if they're drafting in the top 10, they can't make uh, – they can't draft another a quarterback, especially now that Mac Jones is off the table. Okay. Could that be a landing spot for Deshaun Watson? In Denver? Um, I think – I'm not sure if that's, if that's possible. Um Maybe a spot for Sam Darnold. I just don't think that John Elway is going to make uh, make a type of deal where he has to give away so many uh, first round picks for uh, Deshaun Watson. But it it's an interesting one. Um, but I don't think, obviously, that that happens. Yeah, but I, th- I mm, it'll be interesting. I see what you mean, but it, it that's what the problem is with this. Speaking of which, now that we're on it, where does Deshaun go, or does he just stay with uh, the Texans? Honest opinion. Uh, um, I, he's not going to be on the Texans. Um, all right, I can't give it away because I have him being traded on draft night, but I'm but not yet. Oh come on, please! It's hold on, just just bear with me. It's it's two picks away. All right, continue. All right, and I have Russell Wilson being being traded too. No, you too. do not. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right, Dallas are going to stay stay put, um, and um, uh, so at ten, and they'll take Rashawn Slater, um, offensive tackle, guard, and center from Northwestern. Um, at number eleven, uh, uh, what's the quarterback they have over there? What team? Um, the Giants. Who's their quarterback? No. Uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, he's going to get uh, the the Heisman Trophy winner. Um, I keep Devontae these names Smith? are just blown. What's his Dante Smith? And then the San Francisco 49ers are going to tr- make a trade with the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. The Houston Texans um, now have the 12th pick, and I am going to have. Um, hold on, let me think about this. 
I have him go to the Texans. I just had to figure out the rest of it. Um, so Deshaun, they would need a quarterback. Um, what, other, what quarterbacks are left in this draft? Uh, in top half of it. Uh, so all, all the good ones are – oh, okay, I got it now. Okay, so Deshaun Watson um, is going to be traded to the 49ers. The to Houston Texans are going to draft Justin Fields at number 12. All right. Oh, wow. Justin, you really have him going, dropping that low. Yeah, I think so. Because I think here's why. Do, do you remember the um, uh, Dwayne Haskins situation? Sure. Uh, high, 50 touchdown pass at Ohio State. Um, really, really thrived in college and then was really bad in the NFL and had all types of issues. He, I think there's a narrative now on um um what do you call it um uh, on ohio state quarterbacks because the the resume and the the the, the newest uh, recent history on those said um prospects from ohio state that position has it's poisoned the waters a little bit because i can't think of a, a, a prospect from ohio state at the quarterback position that's that's been good in a, in a long time um so i think he falls and I think there's a lot of hype around uh, Wilson and Lance more so than Fields. Um, and I think for that reason, he, he kind of slips down. All right. Next pick. Uh, LA Chargers. Uh, Je- uh, what's, um, Justin Herbert, uh, like Joe Burrow, is going to be given a gift at the offensive tackle position. And I got Elijah Vera Tucker. From from uh, sorry, offensive tackle from USC going thirteenth to the LA Chargers. Um, all right, so that means my Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. All right, your Vikings. Um, I guess my Vikings. Um, I'm gonna go with Jalen Phillips, defensive end from Miami. Um. I would like them to not to go out quarterback here, but all the good ones are gone. And the ones that I just don't think they're going to move off Kirk cousins. I would do it, but I don't, I don't think the Vikings will. Wow. And they've admittedly announced that it's, that they're going to stick with him. Why? I would make a trade for Sam Darnold. I would make a trade for Sam Darnold or somebody like that. Who's on, who's on the market. I don't know. He's got he's got the statistics, um, and all that all that sort of jazz. And but he just doesn't do well enough in the big games. So I I, I don't get it. But I know that they're not going to do it. So I have to I have to appeal to what they're going to do. And I at this point you just take the best player available. And at number fourteen, um, Minnesota Vikings, uh, Jalen Phillips is the best they can get at fourteen at, at this point if they don't make a trade. Um, I'm assuming some of these teams make the trades, but um, obviously I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head, kind of. Um, like if, if we do this again in two weeks, I'll have a more detailed version of this. But at this point, Jalen Phillips to to the Minnesota Vikings at number uh, 14. All right, so we're at we're at the New England Patriots number 15. Yep. Bill Belichick is going to call the New York Jets. And he's going to trade for Sam no Donald. No way. So, I think so. Because Sam Donald's landing spots are the Washington football team, the New England Patriots, the 49ers, and the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, on my draft so far, the Panthers have drafted a quarterback, and so have the um, – and, and 49ers just traded for Deshaun Watson, and according to me. So, it leaves – the Washington football team – could trade up to number 15, but I have a feeling that the New England Patriots see this situation and, okay, I don't think they're going with Cam Newton. I don't think um, uh, whatever the other guy name is is really going to get a chance there. I think Bill Belichick is just going to think of, of a situation. Uh, there's, there's, you know, there's a, I guess maybe the right or wrong narrative about Sam Darnold um, in the league. Uh, there's some people who think he's a bust. I had previously said he is as, as well, but I just wanted, you know, I think people just want to see him in a, uh, a better situation. And Bill Belichick has to realize now 
he's going to be in a division with uh, obviously um, with Zach Wilson. He's going to be in division with Josh Allen and, and, and you, and obviously Brian Flores and, uh, and, and good coaches. And, you know, it's just, he has to do something here. He can't go forward another year with Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson was never going to happen. And look at all the other options. Sam Donald makes the most sense for the New England Patriots. Sure, they can draft the defensive tackle, uh, defensive end. Um, but I think that in this case that somebody will trade for Sam Donald on draft night. I'm just guessing it's going to be the Patriots. I go nuts. I think the whole entire football world will go nuts. Do you? I, I hope it happens too because I think Sam can play. And I think he's been just in, in purgatory with the New York Jets. You know what I mean? And we have to see if he can play. And, and if, if anybody can get the best out of him, it's Bill Belichick. And I think that would be the perfect spot for him. I like him in, for, in, in Washington almost as much. But I just don't think the, the, that Washington is going gonna, is gonna to trade all the way up to 15. All right. Very good. One more so that leaves that leaves uh, one more one more pick. Uh, Arizona Cardinals. Um, I'm not going to waste too much time here. I, they need a corner. Uh, they're going to go Patrick Search in the second from Alabama. Um, they have uh, they have JD Watt uh, now. They have Kyler Murray. They have good weapons on offense. Um, they just need a little better secondary, and I think um, and Patrick Peterson might be leaving as well. He should so come. I have. Uh, Patrick, sir. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, um, so I think corner makes the most sense here, especially if he's going to leave. Uh, so Patrick searching the second um, from Alabama for the Arizona Cardinals um, um, and so on and so forth. All right. Well, very good. Well, that was a great episode this evening. Um, we need to do this. It was. We should, we'll be back next week. Uh, it's Indeed. all-star break in the NBA. Enjoy the, the skills contest on Saturday. And um, Wait, who's – real quick, real quick. I haven't heard. Who's Do you know who's in all these all uh, these ones? Let's see. They just released them before we start the show, and I should have put it down. But – all right, here you go. All right, so for the skills competition, it's um, Robert Covington, Luka Doncic, Chris Paul, Julius Randle, um, the Domas Sabonis, my favorite, and uh, Vucev from the uh, ma- uh, Magic. Hmm. I'll take Doncic in that one. Do you do you have the rest? Or do you know who's in the dunk and yeah, three pointer? Is that out yet? I'm taking. I think it's a bonus. Obviously, I can buy it as well. Oh yeah. Now the dunk contest is the best. It is depending who's in it. All right, I have it here. Wait, hold on. Never mind. Okay. Uh, oh god, this is horrible. This is really this. This is oh sorry. Oh my gosh, this is not good. You got Anthony Simmons, Obi Toppin, and Cassius Stanley. I'm gonna be. Uh, that's a smooth. I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Obi Toppin just because I don't know who the other two guys are. <laughs> It'll be a snooze fest. <laughs> um. I wish Zion did. Of course, it. LeBron would do it. I, I want. I mean, I, I think. I don't think they should let uh, players. Uh, you know, I don't think they should let guys who are irrelevant people um, on on the on the bench um, be in the dunk contest. I think they should have to at least average fifteen points Aaron, a game <laughs> because nobody wants to see guys we've never heard Aaron of. Aaron Gordon, dunk. he was awesome. Here he did. Yeah, he's never gonna do it again though. After he, you know, got All robbed right, so last three year. Three point contest. This is this is. Or do I, this one's gonna be absolutely insanity. You ready for this one? This thing Devin Booker. Yeah, go ahead. Jalen Brown, 
Steph Curry, okay. Zach Levine, Whoa. Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum headline that. That's that's the best one. I'll be watching. Just I think for that's that. the best one. That, um, that I mean, I just stinks though. It's so bad. Yeah. It's horrible. I'm going to say Zach Levine wins it, though, um, even though I, I, I'm, I'm cheering for I'm Jason say, Tatum. I'm going to say Curry wins it. And Jalen Brown. Yeah, I think I think that's that could happen as well. But I feel like that's just the easy answer here. So I'm just going to go with the dark horse, Zach Levine. All right, well, enjoy the All-Star game this weekend, my friend. All right. Will do. Talk to you. And enjoy the football. Oh, are Roma going to win this week? Or are they going to let us down again? Um, but, um, they're going to win on on the weekend. Um, but man, I'm ter- I'm just real quick. I'm ho- I'm horrified for the rest of the season uh, because Roma's best player just got injured, and it does not look of it. It does not look based on the game yesterday and the reaction. It does not look minor. So if, if he if he's out for the rest of the the thing, I mean, if he can't play for the majority of the rest of the season, um, Atlanta are going to get fourth. But the I think the Europa League will still be in play, but it's going to make things incredibly more difficult. I'm hoping to um, we should get the job done this weekend though. Um, but I'm again I'm a little nervous about Shakhtar and um, and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, we'll just have to see um, what will happen. But, um, again, it's, it's not a good situation um, to be in. And uh, today, Inter seemingly looked like they've wrapped up the whole thing now because there's six points at top now. So yeah. AC Milan are actually lucky that they got a point yesterday. They uh, they were outplayed and and so on and so forth. But um, And they're missing their – three of their most important players as well. So it's just going to – the whole thing is going to be difficult, especially with them playing against Man United in the Europa League. Um, I expect United to go through, especially considering what they don't have right now. Um, but um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We'll have to see. Um, I'm hoping the injury bug starts bothering somebody else. Um, and I hope that um, Jordan Vertu is still uh, is able to, to play this season and it's not serious. Um, because I think if it is serious, it's um, yeah, it's it's just going to be uh, almost um, impossible to to achieve what we um, it looked like we could before. Sounds good. Yep, and I'm I agree. I hope it happens. But I hope you guys make a top four. Wishing you the best of luck, my friend. Talk to you soon. And 